Welcome to Talking in Stations Lounge, where players from all over EVE Online gather to exchange ideas. I'm Matterall. In this program, we sit with another candidate for Council of Stellar Management on the eve of election for CSM 12. Okay, Jonathan Reed, I guess you go by JR. How are you? Yeah, uh, I'm fine. How are you? Good. So you're from Origin? I am. Been in Origin for a very long time. Well, on and off over yeah. the years. Yeah, I see you bounce in and out of there. Yeah, I did. Um, I started in 2012 um, after I left. I, I spent a lot of time. I don't know. I started playing in 2009 um, on in high Uh Eventually kind of gravitated to nullsec through you know average high sec gets contact recruited into like industry or whatever and then you know made my way through the old nc ended up in the drone regions that's the and... original northern coalition yes the original yeah. nc mm-hmm. <laughs> uh ended up in the drone regions in another alliance called strange brew back um mm-hmm. when shadow of xx death was the big thing and then uh, you know, just played there for a couple of years. Um, I was on a, a different character uh, before I was on JR. Um, that I swapped to JR, joined the same corp. Um, you know, it was right around the time that Tengus were the thing, so I sold my character. Uh, then went to Black Legion Origin. A friend left, and then that's basically all she wrote. Spent you know two years playing the game solid in Origin before taking some personal time, some real life stuff, and then coming back in uh, March of last year. Origin is a storied corp. You don't really get in there unless you're a pretty good PvP peer. Tell us about that corporation. Uh, so Origin has been around for a long time. I've um I've been in Origin since 2012, so I kind of started out when Origin was uh I guess reaching a crescendo, I guess, you know, between 2012 and 2014, Black Legion. Um it was the core, it was the main corporation in Black Legion or one of them. That was probably the main uh, yeah. The main corp in Black Legion, besides, um, I guess, I guess Steel Ratty's corp, um, Broski North, I guess would also be called like the other, the other mm-hmm. core corp of Black Legion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure some people in Black Legion will probably yell at me about that, or ex Black Legion around PL will probably it's, be like, oh, it's fine. Let, not, but, let me embarrass Black. <laughs> let me let me embarrass Origin for a second. Actually, I don't know if it's embarrassing, but you guys jumped into Nelly Segunda at one point, right? Uh, that was before I joined, but yeah, they yeah. did before uh, they reformed. They were nully, and uh, I could probably ask you all about that. <laughs> I know. I talked to them about it. I said, what happened there? Because they jumped in, and about three weeks later, they're like, got to go, cultural differences. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, cultural differences? What was that about? And he said, like, basically, nully was like, you know, people would be like, uh, you know, did you say jump? <laughs> totally undisciplined. Uh, you know, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we're not going to fit in here. So they went back to Black Legion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's basically what I heard. I mean, again, that was before, that was before my time. So yeah. I wasn't really into the whole politics scene and the whole, I didn't really know that much about like, you know, like null sec entities in general. You know, I was still kind of like a noob going into a PvP corp. I was good at PvP at, for I guess null psych average at the time, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, then you guys became uh, Black Legion became one of the things that would scare even Pandemic Legion, right? Like, maybe, yeah, maybe the only I mean, 
alliance it would yeah yeah i yeah i would agree with that maybe a little bit too pompous at, at times maybe maybe you guys are fighting over the title of kings of low sec i believe pandemic legion or black legion and uh so that's something you're aware of right i mean something you know about uh, low sec i yeah i have a fair bit i mean basically since i don't know basically the last year i've spent in low sec um, I spent a little bit. I spent a couple of months in NPC Geminate when um, Origin was still in White Legion, doing some stuff over there. But um, we went. Guess we went, we basically went back to we went to Losec to join DH. Uh, did he say jump? Just because you know that was like you know it was like it seemed like the best option. The corp didn't really want to go to Nullsec. Um, we had a invitation to join Steel down in the south, um, in Aquarius when the QFC was still a thing. But it was just, you know, what didn't seem like the right move at the time coming out of an alliance. So, yeah, I love that name. Did he say jump? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of jokes around that. Yeah. Appropriate jokes, nonetheless. But, well, do you think the CSM? I mean, why are you running? The CSM not covering low sec as well as you'd like to see? I thought that. I mean, I honestly thought that I could have some input. I mean, I'm not. A, I'm definitely not a big name at all know some people places but i'm definitely an unknown person yeah so i, I know famous people but i'm not one of them <laughs> yeah basically mm -hmm. you know I'm, I'm friends with some some but sometimes you guys are the ones that famous people kind of talk to to get new information like that's true yeah it's definitely true the behind the scenes people it's one know. thing to be a, a good at being a public figure it's another thing to like study the game how the mechanics are working and where the advantages are. Yeah. And I, but I definitely, you know, I wouldn't call myself like, you know, I really wouldn't call myself an expert, you know, like I'm not, I'm not Suetonia and I love Suetonia and mm -hmm. he's great, but I'm not, I'm no Suetonia, you know, I PVP, I've done a lot of stuff and I have input, but you know, I'm not, I'm not a PhD in PVP, you know, <laughs> all, these, all these acronyms. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you tell me what what, what is it uh, about CSM that attracts you? Why why do you want to participate? I definitely think that this year is going to be very important, especially with the uh, the I guess the final structures that there's that is supposed to be implemented. The you know the long awaited drilling platforms and moon mining changes. That's definitely something I want to have an input on. I currently run a very large, uh, I run an alliance level moon mining operation and I have to deal with, you know, people attacking it and attacking other people's structures for moon mining. And I feel like it's, it's one of the last big content generators in the game that hasn't been completely changed in the last five years. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be very important, the direction that CCP takes with how they implement them. And I mean, I know in my forum post, I talk about citadels and I think citadels, if they follow the citadel model, there's going to be a, a, a gap in content, especially around those structures and what the, what they offer. If they go, if they keep it the way that it is right now and simply just replace passes with those, with some citadel type moon structure that has a moon mining function, I guess. If that makes any sense you're saying that would be a mistake then i think it would be a mistake to to rep to just simply translate moon mining into a citadel type structure and now i could be incorrect 
because there really hasn't been much information released about them at all beyond that they want to do them right they want to make it some sort of interactive process but there really hasn't been much more information than that, that i've seen at least in the last year or two so mm -hmm. so are you worried at all like you know becoming a csm member you'll uh you know you have to sign an nda and now it's going to restrict your gameplay you won't be able to invest in certain things without it looking suspicious and stuff like that i've never been one i've never been a person who hops on like the the market train or the hype train around it's like changes i've always been a person who kind of like waits and sees i never really had the money either to do anything like that or stuff like that i've always all my money goes into dying in ships basically so, <laughs> where, where it should go right <laughs> where it should go yes yeah, so, um, and you have some thoughts on capitals too, right? I do. Um, I have some thoughts, especially in the area around dreadnoughts and carriers. Um, By the way, if, well, and in faxes and dreads and carriers. Sorry. Go before ahead. you know, I'm sorry for jumping on you, but uh, before you start, you know, they just announced they're going to uh, look at shield supers and. Uh, I did. I did. I saw that. Yeah. Can you explain that? What's going on there? So I, they're increasing for right now is, is from what I saw in the changes. Let me pull them up. From what I remember, they're simply increasing right for right now the fighter hangar bay on the Hell and the Wyvern. Um, yeah. And they're going to, I guess, look at um, look at how that changes them. And I guess it's the first time I've heard them also talk about shield slaves, finally, besides right. the, the CSM post. And I was... I'm fairly excited that they're not just vaporware at this point, that they're actually, that's actually a thing that they're working on because it's been a long time coming. So I thought that was the big piece of news. Not that the drone bay was bigger, but yeah, it's well, I haven't, I, that's what I've, people have been talking about the drone bay, but I saw that shield slave mention. And I was like, I haven't seen many people typing. I didn't think I see, I didn't, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't think I even saw a post on our Eve about that. Yeah. I was yeah. like, where'd that come from? I haven't heard about that. And not yeah. only that, but they're going to, you know, they're going to bring those out. So they're a reality. And then they're going to look to see, you know, where these uh, shield supers are. Because <clears throat> there's some talk that they're kind of underpowered because they get their capacitors zapped uh, too quickly. And then they're just kind of out of the game. Uh, and armor doesn't have to worry about that as much. Um, I, that's most, I mean, it's not so much an issue with the EHP themselves. If you look at the act, I mean, just as a, as you've looked at the active Aeon and the active Wyvern, right, the two tankiest of the, you know, the shield tank and the shield and the armor tank, they have roughly the same EHP active tanked, and that's including slaves on the, the Aeon. And that's with the active tank. Obviously, a passive tank on a Wyvern is going to be much worse than a passive tank on an Aeon. So, I mean, but that's sort of the argument. But if you're looking at an active perspective, right, in a fleet fight, you know, they're both going to have the same problems with active fits. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm more interested personally in how shield saves are going to affect the subcap meta, especially since pirate pirate battleships are so prevalent. Might actually finally have a um, have a counter to the Macarials and shield slave rattlesnakes or shield slave scorp navies or something like that. Yeah, now interested to see. Sorry, go ahead. I might be an idiot here, but aren't nightmares uh, shield? They are, they are. Yeah. So that that would be one thing. But I've I've never really been a super big fan of the nightmare. Just um, I don't know. I've always, if I'm gonna go shield, some 
I just I never really saw I mean it's a good skirmish doctrine, but I think when you're brought if you're going in, you know, to fight Macarials, Macarials are gonna win or in T threes maybe. In low sec, we don't really see nightmares that much. I know that um, CVA likes to use them a lot in yeah. all, but um, they, they don't seem to do very well. They like to offer them up for sacrifices for the big <laughs> for the big gods. <laughs> yeah. They don't do well versus, in my opinion, versus the Macarial. Even the even the rattlesnake does. I think has a better. I don't know. I mean. We just I Shadow Cartel has a as a nightmare doctrine, but they don't really use them that well since they just don't do well against Macarials and Macarials are just they you know, just a better all around option in my opinion for fleet fights. They're so cheap. Yes. And all these have come down. Even the nightmares at about three hundred million down from a billion yes. too. Um, <clears throat> so it's really weird to see these you know, ships that used to cost so much money be really just another battleship. I remember when Vindicators were what 1.2 billion, and buying them was such a big, huge deal, and them dying was a big, huge deal. And now you see them, faction warfare people have Macarials and Vindicators and Nightmares, and they're dime a dozen nowadays. Yeah, yeah, I paid you know billions for the few that I flew and still have, and now they're worth a fraction of that. No problem. Yeah. But, <clears throat> um. Yeah, so the other area that you kind of want to talk about is faction warfare, right? Uh yes. I mean, I'm a I'm not in so we're I'm not in faction warfare per se, but there's definitely a big portion of our alliance that's enrolled in faction warfare. Um two of our two well one corporation um for sure is an old is an Amar was an Amar faction warfare corp that joined us and they still do Amar faction warfare stuff. Um Space Brewery Association and there's definitely a lot of like um, old school faction warfare people in the alliance and DHSJ itself used to pred predator elite used to be a faction warfare FC. So there's a lot of faction warfare history in DHSJ. So mm -hmm. I'm not in faction warfare, but I PVP in faction warfare space. I interact with faction warfare people all the time. So I, I have an opinion and I definitely like to hear my alliance members opinions on it who actually have faction warfare alts and do that. So I kind of drew my platform from listening to them and seeing what their complaints were mostly. And and even the some of the stuff impacts me, especially something like the sus like one of them was the suspect timer. Mm -hmm. I always that definitely hate that one. I warp <laughs> to this plex and then I have to chase some neutral and I go to the gate and I can't fight him. He won't engage me because that means I can fight him. But if I fight him, I take gate guns and it's just ugh. Not yeah. fun. We have to ch chasing some guy sixty sixty AU across the system. Yeah, so he runs to the safety of the the giant gate guns that'll blast you if you if you, if you attack him. Yeah, three hundred fifty DPS you have to account for when you're, and it doesn't help if you're in something that's not active tanked. And then you know you have to think that can my active if I'm active tank can my active tank tank him plus the gate guns or if any of his friends if he has friends show up you know that kind of oh. Yeah. Just it just adds complexity. I mean, it adds that risk versus reward. I guess right. If you want to kill this guy, you have to risk getting gate guns. But I think it's unnecessary. The guy already demonstrated he wanted to fight someone at a plex, but he felt that it wasn't in his interest to fight, so he just ran. And I feel like that's okay. But I feel like being in a plex should give you a suspect timer, right? You demonstrated that you wanted to PvP. You shouldn't just be able to run away because some guy showed up that might have been able to kill you. Yeah, but what do you think of the idea of using the environment as a weapon? As a shield? Maybe um, not a shield. Maybe He's using it as a cannon, I guess. It's that's true, yeah. 
Oh, it's both. I mean, it's two-sided, right? You or have just him dra- using it. Or dragging somebody through NPCs and then aggro ticks them off and they start attacking the guy attacking you. It throws variables into combat situations. What do you think of that, though? It's, it's a valid strategy. I think at the very minimum, if you're in factional warfare, I, sh- I think, I mean, there are, there are arguments for and against it, obviously. I think that it's worth talking about, but not sure if uh, if we want to debate that single point no not really this is more about you <laughs> more about you than about you know oh, look at the smart idea i came up with um i want to uh, yeah i want to hear i want to hear about your thoughts uh, but that was one i was you know hoping to draw you out to see like if that's uh a place where you can play with ideas and stuff but you know what you've demonstrated very well um at least to my satisfaction a knowledge of the game uh, and how it how it works and stuff because you you're not on the top layers of things right you're digging into the back and the forth of mechanics yeah i try i mean obviously i'm again not um not capri i'm not sotonia and i'm not some people like that who are experts on various aspects of the game you know and I admit that and I embrace it. You know, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a guy who's in, I, I PVP a lot. And I understand a lot of the game mechanics, but I'm not an expert on, you know, I'm not like in, you know, someone who's a technical expert, right? I don't know if that makes any sense, right? I, like it's a person who's, you're really good with computers and you can do stuff with them, but you're not a computer programmer, right? Or a computer engineer, I guess was what I'm, I don't yeah. know if that analogy makes well, sense. Well, it must be interesting because, for the lay person that's playing Eve, they look at you and they see someone who knows the mechanics. And then you look at someone like the people you just mentioned and you're like, oh no, that's a whole different level. <laughs> yes. And for the first person, they can't distinguish between you two. Right. But, but you know enough to know. Middle, yeah. The person in the middle can distinguish between the person who's way more advanced and the person who's not. Yeah. Yeah. The problem with people who, that are too advanced is that they maybe lost connection with the first person. And that may be an advantage that you have. Yeah, I do, I see that. Like I can read, I read Capri's, I read for I read Capri's blog, Capri's blog posts on whatever subject. And I understand what he's saying. And then, you know, I can attempt to relate, try to convert that to terms. But, you know, I think Cap- I think those people are still are pretty good at relaying those terms, even to the layperson. But then you're like, well, what's the point of view, right? What, what are you, but, you know, maybe. <laughs> I like, I the, way, I think I like the way you I imitated me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I took your role over there. <laughs> no, you made me sound like a thug. I think you gave me more credibility than I actually <laughs> Good. Good. Thank you. But no, it's it's. Not, I'm not trying to say then you're redundant because you have the experts in there that you think are great. Um, so where do you belong? Where's your thing? And I'm saying the opposite of that. I, I'm saying the experts will get sought out by CCP anyway. They're going to and have talked to Setonia anyway. They will talk to Capri anyway. They'll get those nuts and bolts conversations that maybe Fozzie has with them. Um, so what, you know, maybe the CSM makes that easier. But is there room for someone like you? I think sure there is. Somebody that can understand the concepts that are being talked about, but also somebody that understands how those concepts may apply to somebody who isn't always thinking uh, about their discipline. I'd agree with that. I, I, I think that's a. F- I think that's that's fair. 
maybe I don't see it, but maybe, you know, when I'm explaining it to one of my guys, you know, someone who's, and you know, someone who's not playing, you know, 24 seven playing a game all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, uh, as far as the logistics of uh, being a member of uh, CSM, or is it somewhere you would be able to go to Iceland and that sort of thing? Right now, I'm a student, so I have I have a pretty fair amount of free time. Um, oh, how old are you? I'm 22. Okay. When did you so, start playing this game? Uh, I started playing when I was a sophomore in high school. So I was about 15 or 16, I think. Yeah. 2009 so that would be jesus that's eight years ago so it's been a big part of your life but i think it's interesting there's a generation of players that are now young men that started out as kids essentially you know teenagers playing eve which is kind of a complex game with actually a lot of adults in it um you know, and here they are now grown up years later, having a ton of experience and still being really, really young. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you do. You, you know that Elo is actually the same age I am. I'm not oh, sure I didn't know he was that. that young. No. Yeah, he's actually his birthday. He's actually like three or four months older or young, uh, older than me. Yeah, he's like three or four months older than me. Hmm. So he started playing the game, I think. Yeah, he started playing the game way earlier than I did. I can't actually remember when he started playing. He's back in Atlas. I think he's been playing since he was like 12 or 13, actually. He was in Atlas originally? Yeah, he was, if I remember correctly. I started out as a pet to Atlas. I was in Scorched Earth. And you wouldn't remember that, I guess. It was a... No, (laughs) that was before... It's just a pet. Before my time. I'm actually looking at you as a history right now. But uh, it's interesting that that you you young men are kind of like the same age uh, and have been playing... You know, you have as much experience as I do, uh, and you're 22. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's amazes it amazes me. So the people who started at 22 are now turning 30. <laughs> Isn't that wild? That's yeah. I always I hear that. I'm like, ugh. Guys that I know that I started playing are now turning. I know a couple of guys who were 30 when I started playing, and now I'm. They're almost 40 years old, 39 years old. You've probably seen people get families and get married. and Yeah, guys that stopped playing because they had kids or, you know, moved away or got their life and life on track. Yeah, they started <laughs> winning Eve. Yeah. <laughs> someday, someday I'll stop all this and go back to my real life. Uh, I tried, believe me. It's hard. I spent, I, I spent, um, so I actually stopped, um, I took about, let's say, I think I was, I took a nine or 10 month break for the game for real life stuff for college, um, 2014 to 2000, like the, to like the end of 2014 to the, about a year, I think I took a break for some real life stuff, you know, mm-hmm. then I started playing again. So getting used to some stuff that changed while I was gone was kind of uh, interesting, you know. I started playing, I think, a month before the Capitol changes came out. Yeah, I started playing in March. That was a month before Citadel yeah, and the Capitol huge changes. changes. Yeah, yeah. So that was a little bit uh, jarring when I started playing again, reading about these changes. Like, wait, what are they doing? You know, I still had a Nidhogger with the triage module fitted on it that I moved <laughs> down. And just like, oof. Actually, when you came back then, you were in White Legion, I imagine. I was in White Legion. I joined, yep, I joined right at the... March, right when White Legion was 
gearing up, you know, right at the very beginning. So you were fighting in the north, probably. You were one of the few that were fighting on the side of the Imperium. Yes, they were. Um, we had a contract with the Imperium, and we were um, uh, paid to basically go to O1Y and fight Horde, which we did pretty mm -hmm. regularly. Took, took the classic Munin fleets, tried the shield. Shield materials, shield artillery materials, super munins out a little bit. Didn't use those as much, but we had them. You guys love your munins, Black Legion. Oh, yes. I still have, uh, I think I still have my original munin, actually. I think it's still in K3J. I don't think I ever moved it or got rid of it. I think it's still sitting there. Yeah. Might have to go get it one of these days. Yeah, I think of you guys every time that ship comes up. <laughs> I think everyone does. Um, what about uh, corp involvement, alliance involvement? Have you been? Do you do anything? Um, so right now, I'm I'm actually part of DHSJ's leadership. Um, right now, I run the alliance like Moon Moon Network, I guess Moon operations. Plus, I I'm also an FC. I do FC um, blops. I FC capitals. Um, I did a little bit of super FCing uh, before I lost my super. I'm getting currently in the process. I have another one. I just haven't gotten it moved down. So who who um, picked you off? Uh, I actually lost my first super to Shadow Cartel before we were friend friend frenemies. I guess we we're we're not blue, but we're we're kind of friends right now. So hmm. yeah, it's uh, you could do worse. Shadow Cartel is pretty <laughs> good. Yeah, we're in the middle of a little bit of a little bit of a pincer conflict right now, but that's. I'm not sure we're here to talk about that. So No, but what's funny about Shadow Cartel is of all the guys at E-Vegas convention, they were the ones that looked like most normal. <laughs> like they're athletic, good looking, you know, seemed very relaxed to be <laughs> just like, you know, if I were if I were at a software convention or something, I'd be like, yeah, that's the table I want to hang out with. <laughs> I like to think that, I don't know, there's a lot of... Um... I don't know. There's not a lot of um, diehards in DHSJ. I mean, we have a few, but most of the people seem like pretty, you know, you're pretty average guy, right? Logs in, PVPs a little bit, logs out, you know? Like one of our, one of the guys just had a kid yesterday, I think his baby oh. boy. So, I mean, we have a lot of, you know, normal people, That's you know, I guess. Well, you know, yeah. abnormal people can repopulate too, but I, I see what you're saying. I mean, you know, like the nine to five, you know, guys, I guess there's a lot of those in all alliances, but I think we're one of the more. Yeah. What about, um, yeah. where, where do you guys live? Uh, you say DHSJ, but it's uh, did you say jump, which is a great name. Did he say jump? Oh, did he say jump? Yeah. Well, people say either way, you know, works both ways, I guess. Oh, uh, we live right next to Alamake. We live in Secede, one jump from Alamake. PL's ancestral homeland. Mm -hmm. So it's also a pipe between hubs so you can catch people moving you know, stuff back and forth. A lot of, a lot of traffic from people who forget to ignore or forget to prefer high sec come through Huola from Amar to go to Renz or to Heck or Mimitar high sec. Interesting. Yeah, that forget to ignore, you can pick a system, say, ignore this system, don't go near it, and it routes you around dangerous systems. And there's about, how many of, how many of those would you say there are? Like Rancer? Uh, yeah, like... you have Rancer, you have um, Odolin Huola, you have um, 
Os like uh, Renz, you have Osiger, which is the high sect Amamake. You have a lot of people who come through there. There's a lot of those, like especially around Mimitar. There, Mimitar has like way more fact, like uh, especially if you forget like going between like Renz and Heck and something like that, or like between Molden Heath, High Sec, and Heck or Renz or something. You can go through Low Sec pretty easily if you're not paying attention. Hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of gate campers, a lot of people like that that like to hang out in um in Mimitar Losec and Amar Losec. I love those back alley Losec areas. They feel like the woods between two little towns, you know. Yeah, Mimitar especially, there's a lot of those like semi empty systems where you only see one or two guys in the Losec and it's almost like a high sec system, right? No one will really there's no one to bother you. There might be the occasional guy who strolls through your part, but otherwise it's pretty it's not like Caldari Losec or Galante Losec. There's a not a some a lot of systems don't have a lot of traffic. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell that on the Dotland map. Uh they get like, you know, five to ten jumps and even the least populated system in sync Lison is, you know, 40 to 90 jumps yeah. or whatever. Well, there's a lot of traffic over there. Some systems, you know, you won't even see some people like after downtime, you will go to a system. Maybe you need to go check something and the, the system's not even loaded because no one's been in it since downtime, you know, <laughs> occasionally you'll have one of those. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, man. It's really nice talking to you. I think you're very well. I think you're too modest. You're very well. You present information well. You're, uh, you know, very knowledgeable. I can tell that you have a lot of knowledge, and not just in PvP and low sec, but also in, uh, you know, it sounds like drilling platforms is something you care about because of your experience with logistics and moon mining and stuff like that. I have. I'd like to say I represent. I mean, maybe not wormholes, but I have a decent slice of life from. Low sec, null sec, you know. I've done industry. I've done moon mining. I've done. I've done a lot of stuff, and I feel like I bring a well-rounded view. Yeah. All right. Well, tell Elo we said hello. He still owes me a show. He uh, was going to show up, and he didn't make it. I will tell him. He's currently planning a road trip, so I will see if maybe he can squeeze in some time. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, you go by Jr. Jr. Yeah, that's what everyone calls me. It's easier than my misspelled first name. <laughs> Was that really a misspelling? I don't know. The guy I bought oh. it from in 2010. You know, you have to ask him. <laughs> just, just say he was German. They pronounce, pronounce it differently there. All right, JR. Oh, there you go. Good luck with your campaign. Oh, thank you very much, Matt. Appreciate it.